0: you glory we bless your holy name spirit of the living God We welcome you into this atmosphere come and be the Lord come and be the master of this assembly speak to us from the pages of the volumes of the Book of God let the Word of God bring Oh God clarity bring wisdom bring Oh God grace and anointing to destroy every yoke and remove every burden. in Jesus name we pray Amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. Give somebody a high five and tell them it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. Oh, say it like you mean it. it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. And after saying that, put your hands together for the choir. I think we have one of the best choirs this side of town. What do you think? Even if I say so. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Galatians chapter number 6. We are going to read from verse number 7 to verse number 10. And that will be my assignment for this afternoon. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter number 6, verse number 7 to 10. The Bible says that do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. Hallelujah. For he who sows to his flesh will reap of the flesh corruption. And he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart, therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially to those who are of the household of faith i want us to read verse 9 and 10 together as a family is that okay can we do that ready go Let us do good to all, especially to those who are the household of faith. My sermon for this afternoon is it's time to sow towards our harvest. It's time to sow towards our harvest. Look at your neighbor and tell them it is time to sow towards our harvest. Or say it like you mean it, it's time to sow. Towards our harvest. Hallelujah. Um, I started talking about seeds or sowing from Wednesday. And I said that a lot of people don't like sowing. A lot of people don't like talking about hard work. We like God supplying. We all like and we are all interested in harvesting rather than sowing because harvesting means we are getting something back. Sowing means we are exerting energy. We are putting in effort that does not yield immediately. In this microwave generation, microwave age that we live in, everything, we want to see everything instantly, isn't it? Instant coffee, instant tea, instant gratification. We want everything like yesterday. And so, sometimes we are so focused on the harvest that we forget that before the harvest, there is a planting season. Can I say that again? Before the harvest, there's what? A planting season. Today, when you go to the church of God, you see see that in the church, we preach more about harvest than sowing. The church preaches more about how God is going to bless you, how things are going to work for you, how you are going to receive this, how you are going to receive that, how you are going to do this, how you are going to do that. But you don't realize that there's a principle in place. And a principle is not a respect of persons. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, the Bible says, that While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, summer and winter, Day and night shall not what? Cease. So how do you expect a harvest when seed time hasn't preceded it? How do you expect that you receive something you haven't planted? How do you expect that God will bless you when you haven't given God the opportunity and the reason to bless you? How do you want God to, you know, God is a good God. God is, he, he wants to do everything for us. But God has also put principles in place. And the principles are such that he, God, will not go against the principle. Can you imagine a child that is born and the child doesn't grow? It's a baby for the next 25 years. Is a baby. Wouldn't that be a freak? You not be scared of such an anomaly because when a child is born and the child is fed and everything, you expect a child to grow. Are you because there's a principle in life and God has put principles? So, how do we expect God to bless us and bless us and bless us when we haven't given God a seed? Hallelujah! We start talking about some principles that I want us to be clear about. Some principles the first principle that God knows what you sow. Number one principle. God knows what you sow. It would be a mistake for God to give you a harvest you haven't sown for. Mm, the room has gone quiet and I'm now starting. Why do you sow evil and expect to reap good? Why do you sow gossip and expect praise? Why do you sow evil and expect that you, only goodness will come to you? We come to the house of God and it's like the house of God will preach goodness, mercy is following me, things are getting better, double, double, God is giving us. But God will only give you what you have sown. He knows what you have sown. And it's only what you have sown that he gives to you. So ask your neighbor, what have you sown? Adam, what seeds have you sown? You don't like the message? Have you realized how you come to church and the greatest amount of money you sow is five pounds, or two pounds, or three pounds, but you expect that when you walk out, God will miraculously give you two thousand pounds, or twenty thousand pounds. Some, something. No, that is, that is, that economics don't work. That principle, zero times two thousand is what? You haven't sown anything. How do you expect, you'll be a thief to go into a land you haven't sown, to try and reap from there. Mm. No? You don't like the message? It's only what you have sown that you expect a good harvest of. God knows what you have sown. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to close one eye and ask yourself, what have I sown? In the last few years. Number two principle. What you sow. Is what you get. No amount of. shatabata either. Would change. A principle. You see I can stand here and declare that I am the man of God and I'm going to by the grace of God, I'm going to jump and instead of going down, I'll go up if I jump I'm coming down because the law of gravity is in place am I making sense? it's a principle so i can jump and i won't be elijah i'm coming down unless god decides to supersede the principle and god doesn't do that all the time it's it's an anomaly when god decides to stop a law are you with me it doesn't happen all the time it's an anomaly when it ever happens Otherwise, the principle will always be true. Hallelujah. Number three, if you sow, you will reap. So number one is, God knows what you are sowing. Number two, what you sow is what you reap. Number three is, if you sow, you will reap. Which means that whatever you are looking for, sow it. Ah. They they almost all the principles sound the same, but they are not the same. If you want God to bless you in an area, so into that area. Amen. You want God to give you help, so help. Ah, you don't like that. You don't like what I'm saying. You want God to bless you financially, so financially. You want God to give you something. Sow that thing. Because what you sow is what you reap. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, summer and winter, cold and heat will never ever there's a scripture in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 2. The Bible says there's a time to be born. There's a time to die there's a time to plant and there's a time to pluck out that which you have planted hallelujah which means that what you plant is what you pluck out that which you have planted is that which you are going to pluck out you don't pluck out what you haven't planted Nobody does that. Nobody sows wheat and gets um, what do you call maize in, 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 in return. Hallelujah. So whatever you want, sow what you want. Hallelujah. Am I okay? Number four principle, sowing is difficult. Um, I, I wish I could put it in here. The reason why it is difficult to sow is because sowing is difficult. But can I, can I shock you? In life, wherever you are standing, you are sowing and ripping at the same time. Where you are today is as a result of what you have sown years ago. The, 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 the school that you didn't go to, the, the education you refused to get the, the uh, misbehavior in school that made you not study is the reason why you are doing the job you are doing and get it don't get it wrong if you don't sow the rices today in a few years time you will not reap the right harvest no matter how many tongues you speak mm. hallelujah how many how many of us i am included when you're in school you're always a class clown always causing trouble always not studying and you thought you were doing something to affect the teacher or affect the people or entertain the people and you realize that the joke was on you a few years ago a few years after how many (laughs) know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the people that you were disturbing in a class, that when you say they go, they are doing well and you are struggling. They are doctors, they are (laughs) doctors. (laughs) They are doctors. Like (laughs) Dr. Brannan. Dr. and they are (laughs) studying. She didn't like the noise in (laughs) the class. Hallelujah. Psalm 126. Psalm 126 verse 5. He says that sow in tears and reap in what? Joy. Sow in tears. Which means that sowing is hard. The reason why we don't like talking about sowing, the reason why you know, churches don't preach some of this message I'm preaching now is because sowing is it, it, it's not joyful. Nobody likes to be a bearer of bad news. Everybody likes the one who brings good tidings of comfort and joy. Isn't that the song, the Christmas carol? Comfort and joy. The tidings of comfort and joy. No, I am not bringing comfort and joy. I'm bringing what the word of God says. Right. That you have to sow in tears. Yeah. It is, and then I like verse 6. Verse 6, that He that goes continually forth, weeping, bearing seeds, for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheets with him. Your harvest is doubtlessly going to come when you sow in tears. Hallelujah. It is hard to sow, but it is It is worth it. There's no doubt that when you sow good seeds, you reap a good harvest. When you sow bad seeds, you reap a bad harvest. Hallelujah. And so we have to decide whether we want to be blessed or want to be cursed. Because what we decide today is what we are going to see tomorrow. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. We like to let God be a magician. When God is a God of principles, you know the, God is a lawyer. No, let me put it better words. God is a, a, a judge. God has laws that He operates by. Am I making sense? And he will not, as a good judge, he will not go around his word. He will not show favoritism. He will operate by the laws he has given all of us. Satan knows the law. God knows the law. The angels know the law. So do you. If you refuse and to claim ignorance, of the law, there is no excuse. You cannot decide that you'll be sowing bad seeds and then claim ignorance. Not from today. That is why he sent me to remind you that don't pray and disturb me when you haven't sown good seeds. You don't. You don't like. Being not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. In other words, you are trying to mock God when you are asking God for a good harvest when you have sown a bad seed. And God doesn't like to be mocked at. See, the room has gone quiet. Because we are all thinking about the seeds we have sown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today I'm trying to get us to become conscious of the seeds we sow. Yeah. Because see, the thing about seeds is that we are bearers of seeds. We as human beings, we work with seeds in our pockets. And we are constantly sowing, Whether we know it or not, whether we are conscious about it, or not. We are constantly sowing. The, the Bible, Jesus gave a parable of the sower. The Bible said, a sower went to sow. And as he went, some fell on the wayside. Which means that he was not conscious. No, no, no sane person, no sensible person will be walking consciously and throw his seeds by the wayside. In the same way, as we are walking, we are sowing that we don't even know. Unconsciously, some of our seeds are falling by the wayside. Unconsciously, some of our seeds are falling by thorny grounds. Unconsciously, some of our seeds are falling by rocky grounds. Unconsciously, some of our seeds are falling on good ground. We are seed bearers. Every time we every day we get up, there's a packet of seeds in our pockets that we walk with whether we know it or not, whether we are conscious about it or not, we are sowing. That bus that you run and you block the driver from closing the door for some, that poor lady to walk by, is a seed you have sown. You, you are not conscious about it. It's part of your nature. You just did it. There, there are some, too, those, the, you are the driver, you see a person running with a the, with the push chair and trying to pull a baby. You are watching and as they get closer to you, you just zoom off. It's also a seed that you have sown. Reverend, I over ah. you, you see a paddle there, you are driving your car, you see somebody, a nice man walking by with his, with his nice clean clothes, and you just drive and just drive into the paddle to, to splash water on the person. And then you'll be checking on your mirror as you are walking to see the damage you have caused. You you it is also a seed. I'll never forget. I will never forget. It was about 4 a.m. This was winter. Cold. Cold. The roads were frozen. You know when the roads are frozen, all white with ice? And those times, I was working. I worked three different jobs, and I was a full time student. Because I had to pay my school fees, and I needed to work, so I, I had to ride a bike from one job to the other. I told my brother-in-law's bike. Remember my brother-in-law? Yeah. I was riding the bike. It was around four. Can you imagine around that time when you are riding so so fast, you can't feel your ear because it's so cold and your your ears are frozen your nose is frozen and and your fingertips i mean i was and uh, but i had and so uh let me finish my story <laughs> you, you are living my experience i never forget this thing i was riding to go to this job and this lady i think she was you know, maybe like in the fifties to sixties. I don't know whether she was drunk or not. We're going down a hill. Anybody who has lived in Dagenham Heatway, you will know what I'm talking about. There's a, just past the uh, station, going down towards Ford Motor Works, going down, there's a little, it's like you go, Like a hump and then you're going down. And so I paddle as fast as I can to get on the hump so that when I release myself, I can relax and let the momentum take me. So I, I I, I just paddled up and I was just relying on the speed to bring me down. And this woman, the whole road was empty. She decided to push me off. I mean, you couldn't have said it was a mistake because there was no other car. And I was going down, she was coming down, and the road coming, there's nobody. We are going down, and then she decided to. So I went, this is the pavement. I am here, she's there. She decided to just. <laughs> yes so I went over the cab and ended up somewhere and I could see her looking at the mirror as she was driving she decided to slow down as she had hit me driving slowly to see whether No, I got up and I started feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> before I knew how there were tears. And you know, it, when it's very cold, well, hey you tears cry, tears the tears were, were, were. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This was many, 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 many many years ago, but I've never forgotten, never forgotten. She sold some seats by that day. <laughs> <laughs> Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Let, let's look at verse, verse 11 of uh, verse 11. Ecclesiastes uh, uh, 3, verse 11. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11. he made everything beautiful in his time also he put no, that's not the scripture I'm looking for Um build me this story has taken me back <laughs> alright no, Ecclesiastes 11.6 sorry so In the morning sow your seed, and in the evening do not withhold your hand. For you do not know which will prosper, either this or that, whether both alike will be good. Hallelujah. What he's saying is that whatever you want to see, keep sowing it. In the morning sow, in the evening sow, you don't know which one will work. So keep sowing. How many want some things run about now? You want God to do some things in your life. The, the, the scripture is saying that keep sowing that thing. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. I remember once I decided to do an experiment. I, I heard a man of God talk about sowing and reaping. And I decided to try it. I decided to try it. It was, it was many years ago. Crefeldola uh, said something about watches. And me, I like, when I get an experiment like that, I like to try it. It's like, he decided to sew because he wanted a certain type of watch. So, he decided to sew watches. Anybody he meets, he'll buy a watch for the person. But he wanted a particular watch. And then, somehow, God gave him that watch. So, I decided I also try it. So, I also decided to uh, buy a watch. And then, you know, the brothers in the church it's like, oh, I want to bless you, then I'll give. Because I also wanted, I didn't have any particular watch in mind. I just thought, it's an experiment. Let me also try it. Then one day, this guy came with a certain watch. And he said, oh, I went to the World Cup. It was World Cup in Germany. How many, when, which year was that? 2006, yeah. He said, and um, he went to the World Cup finals in Germany. And they released about 3,000, you know, collector's yeah. watches. Only 3,000 were made. And he got one. He wants to bless me with that watch. Mm-hmm. And he gave me that watch. I didn't know what the value was. So I took it. You know the normal thing I, took, I put in there. Later on, I decided to find out the value of that watch. And I was surprised that as the years have gone on, that watch becomes more and more expensive as the days go by. Hallelujah. I wasn't looking. It was an experiment. And this was some normal guy in the church. As to how he got to the World Cup. And as to how he got that watch to bring to me, I don't even understand, but he just came and he gave, and it wasn't like a ceremony or anything, he just came, ah, pastor, I have something for you, and he just gave me to, I saw that, thing, I didn't know what it was, like, okay, it was in a tin, you know, some tin case, I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't until much later, that I realized, hallelujah, that the principle works. Amen. The principle works. Whatever you're looking for, learn to sow it. As you sow, God will bring to you, amen, a harvest of that which you have sown. The reason why I was saying this on, on um, Wednesday, the reason why a lot of times we find it difficult to understand this is because before and bef- when you sow, to when the harvest comes, there's something called time. And the time makes us forget what we have sown. Time makes us also not expect the harvest. Time makes us also feel that the the, the, the harvest is delayed. Because time makes us impatient. I don't know whether you're getting what I'm saying. He says that be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. So, after you sow, there is a time. Then, there is a harvest. But the time makes us always, that's where we have the difficulty. Because we can't see or seem to remember what we sowed. Some of us, we are receiving a bad harvest today. And it's making us very frustrated. But we can't seem to remember the seed that we sowed, that has brought this harvest. Uh, I don't know whether you're getting what I'm saying. Because the time factor is what makes us forget. It makes us feel frustrated. Sometimes we sow good seeds and sow good seeds and sow good seeds and it it doesn't seem to uh, uh, materialize. We don't seem to get a harvest because something called time has taken place and it makes us feel that, no, this is not working. And we get frustrated. Sometimes we walk away from the harvest field right before the harvest comes. Hallelujah. We sow and sow and sow good seeds, but because of time, we walk away. And then somebody else comes and reaps it. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. It says that, therefore, be diligent not to grow tired of doing good. For in due season, you shall reap if you do not lose heart or faint. Hallelujah. The word diligence, the word diligence means, give me my definition of diligence quickly. Diligence is a refusal to quit. It is a decision to remain faithful until the desired result is achieved. If you remain diligent, that seed will yield a good harvest. But it takes you refusing to quit. You refusing to get tired and weary. You refusing to 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 throw in the towel, it's if you decide that I'm going to stick with this until I see the harvest, the harvest will come. Hallelujah. Sometimes we throw in the towel too soon, sometimes we give up on people too early. I know he's a naughty boy. I know he's a naughty child. But don't give up on that child. Keep sowing good seed. Keep sowing good seed. Keep encouraging that boy. Keep and it's only a matter of time that boy will change. Hallelujah! Don't give up. Sometimes we give up too early. Some people have given up on a marriage too early. Some people are giving up on a on a relationship too early. Some people gave up too early on a child. Some pastors have given up too early on their church members. Some church members gave up too early on the pastor. Because in this day and age, nobody has time. Everybody is, is a very quick fast. You know, so we come to this church, we don't seem to get what we We move. I had a very close sister very, very close sister who used to work with me for many years. She had worked with me. One day she came and says, I'm leaving the church. So why? She I'm going to that big church. I said, why? She said, oh, it's a personal reason. She never gave me. Later on, I realized that she left because there were too many young people in the church. He, she was older and she needed an older, so she thought going to that bigger church, she stands a bigger chance. It's been yes. Years and still the grass may look green on the other side but have you checked the water bill? (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah you may not be able to pay that water bill that's making the grass look green there He's only looking. But the people there, they, they are sweating. They don't even see the green grass because the bills are way too high. You are not paying anything here. That's why your, your grass looks like it's, it's green, but it's brown. It's green. You just keep, keep at it. Keep at it. It's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. Hallelujah. If you don't get tired. Touch your neighbor and say, don't get tired of doing good. Have you not seen somebody say, I've been a Christian all my life and I don't get any, any good man coming my way. Now let me try the other side. Let me go to the, other, the bad boys and go and find, try my chance there. You are preaching. Oh, sister, you gave up too early. You gave, Mr. Wright was just about to walk into the door when you decided to go to the nightclub to look for somebody else. Now here you are with a slapper who slaps you for breakfast, slaps you for lunch, and slaps you for dinner. Mr. Wright is now the chief usher here. You just, you just, just missed tell somebody don't be tired, don't grow tired don't grow tired, tell them don't grow tired don't grow tired, don't grow tired it's only a matter of time don't get tired don't get tired listen be patient with me one of these days I'll preach good so take your time be patient be patient be patient with the church one of these days we'll become a very powerful church, it's only a matter of time time it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Ha, ha, well, Let's try the check next door. Let's try the church down the road. Let's try the check. No, stay here. Be patient. Let them also stay there. Don't let them come here. Let them stay there. Let the other people to stay there. Let all of us stay where we are and just believe God. Hallelujah. Believe God. Let's not, you know, the Bible, he that not to be rich has an evil eye and is not guilt, guilt, guiltless. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't, be, don't be in a haste. Don't be in a hurry. Overspeeding is dangerous for your health. Ah. You can easily get a ticket and if you don't get a ticket, you can get an accident. don't like my message. It's a message that affected. Say, mm. Mm. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in hurry. Take it easy. Don't help God. Don't help God with the harvest. Don't help God with an answer to a prayer. God, I've been praying for a husband. Yeah, okay. I found a husband. You, God doesn't need your help. They that put their trust in God, they shall be like Mount Zion. They will not be moved. Hallelujah. Put your trust in God. I say put your trust and your faith in God. Hallelujah. God knows your heart. God knows your, your need. Hallelujah. God knows what you are sowing. Galatians 6, 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God knows what you are sowing. Hallelujah. Today, if what you are sowing is not good, you have an opportunity to change and begin to sow good seeds. Hallelujah. From today, tell your neighbor from today, you can begin to sow good seeds for a good harvest. You know, you are believing God for a husband? Give a sister a hand. Tell that guy that, oh, have you seen my sister? She's a good girl. I recommend it to you. Uh, Even though you are looking for one. You know, because, you know, this, this guy, you have, you and this guy, you're not in that brother zone, brother-sister zone. So that, it, that particular thing will not work for you. But then help Stop. a sister out. Help. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And help a brother out. See, the guy is struggling to talk. Set a set a a dinner date for them, and put a word put a word in put a word in for the brother. Let me run and go hide behind the puppets. I don't want problems. I want peace. (laughs) Be a mouthpiece to somebody. Hallelujah. Listen, if you sow, you will reap a harvest. Yes. Hallelujah. If you sow help, you will reap help. If you sow peace, you reap peace. If you sow goodness, you reap goodness. If you sow favor, you reap favor. Hallelujah. What you sow, you will reap it. So, whatever you want to see, begin to sow. Hallelujah. Be kind to somebody. Hallelujah. The idea here is that whatever you sow, it will come back to you at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you sow nothing, expect nothing. Some of us, we are non-aligned. Very serious. We don't sow anything. We don't give anything. You don't connect any brother or sister. You are non aligned. If they like them, I am principal. They should go and find them. Me, I am minding my own business. Me, I, I just want, I'm facing my front. Yeah, you, the, 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 your, there's a, a vacancy in your workplace that you can connect. A brother. No. They should go to the. Uh, 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 job center and go and apply. They should go online. Just as I did. They can also do it for themselves. Me, I am principal. You are sowing nothing. But you are sowing. Because whether you like it or not, you are always sowing. When you are not lifting a finger to help, you are sowing. Why do you think Jesus talked about them the good Samaritan and they didn't go straight to talk about the Samaritan but talked about the priest and the Levite because what did their actions or inactions were as significant as the action of the Samaritan the inaction of the the priest to pass by and go on the other side the Levite to come and see and then shake his head and move on, was also a seed. The Samaritan coming and picking him and putting him on his donkey was also a seed. So, your actions or inactions are seeds. When you see a little brother standing by the wayside with a heavy load from city sorrow, and the kindness that you show every day will help someone along the way. You got to try a little kindness, show a little kindness, shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, the Lord will lay the lifetime on narrow-minded people, narrow-minded streets. If you are born, if you are born in the 90s, you this song is not for you. This song is for you. Have to be a certain age to know this song. You see why they should, the musicians didn't go anywhere near them because this was this was before their time. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. So okay. we we know you know you see now. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you sow nothing, you will reap nothing. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But I say to you, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap what? Bountifully. I- I'm trying to get you to stop sowing sparingly. there is there, there's a, there's a scripture in um, Luke chapter 8 verse 38. It says that give and it shall be given unto you. Th- Luke chapter 6. Is it 6? Verse 30. 38. Why are you trying to confuse me? <laughs> give and it shall be given to you. Good measure pressed down shaken together Running over, shall men give to your bosom. I like the, the, the last part. That for, with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Has anybody got a bowl or something? Go A bowl, a spoon or something? Yeah, give me. Okay. With the measure that you use to give, is the same measure that will be used for your harvest. So, if you sow in five pounds, you get a lot of five pounds of harvest. If you sow thousands of pounds as a measure, you get thousands of pounds as a measure for your harvest. Are you getting what I'm saying? The reason why a lot of us as Christians, we, we don't get financial blessings. You see, let me say something to you. If all you get is what you have worked for, you are not blessed. If your whole life is dependent on your income, then you, are, you, are not, you are not working in the blessings of God. Because God's blessings has nothing to do with your work. Remember, work was a curse. Mm-hmm. In Genesis chapter three, yeah. He said, "Out of the sweat of your brow shall you eat." It's a curse. Somebody works in blessings that God gives them what they didn't work for. Are you with me? Yeah. But that only comes when you are sowing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Sowing must become part of your life. You see, I I don't like to live on my income. Because my income is too small for where I'm going. Are you getting what I'm saying? I I need a lot of blessings from God. I need a lot of favor. I need uh, different wells, different, uh, what do you call it? Streams of water i need different streams no matter how small i need different streams so i i am very particular about opening a stream whether physically or spiritually i'm always particular one day i told my wife if anybody comes to you to ask for money give them something whether on the street whether you think that this one you can see that you look at the person's face the person a drug this one is going straight for drug that is not your problem give the, the person something because it's an income stream it's an income stream don't depend you see christians let me teach you something let us not depend on our income alone it's not a blessing that's why you must be very liberal with your sowing. Not only in church, but everywhere else. The Bible says "The liberal soul shall be made fat. Go out of your way to bless somebody. When was the last time you bought a shoe for somebody they didn't ask for? When was the last time you bought a bag, a handbag for somebody? See, that that, that, that thing has disappeared in the church. When I was growing up, it was part of the church. It was taught. But today we think, only harvest. So everybody become so myopic, so self-centered. We are all focused on our own personal harvest that we don't realize that sowing precedes harvest. So sowing to people. Sowing to people. give. You see, the, 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 the uh, well system sowing is part of it. Most businesses have a charity to support. It's a philanthropic organization that they support. It's part of their budget. They give. They give. And so they get blessed all the time. We come to church and giving is very difficult for us. The pastor will talk and talk and talk. You know, most churches, the number of people who pay tithe is only 8 to 10 percent. So you just imagine, all of us in this room, only 8 to 10 people pay tithe. Rest don't. Only 15 to 20 people give offering. The rest don't. And so we are all dependent on the sweat of our brows, which means that we are all under a curse. I didn't write the Bible. Don't look at me that way. (laughs) He he, he said that when Adam and Eve sinned, he said that you, Adam, why did you listen to the woman? Oh, it's a woman that you gave me a foolish boy. Listen, out of the sweat of your brow, you shall eat. Then you eat. Why did you? Ah, the serpent the serpent that began me. Okay, you. Your desire will be to your husband mm. and he will rule over you. Mm. That's why it doesn't matter how successful a woman is. Oh, I want a husband. Even though they won't say it, they'll admit to it, but it's, it's part of the case. Are you with me? Yeah, why do we want to live under a curse when well, we can live under a blessing? So learn to be liberal. Listen, do you know that when you give, it doesn't diminish you. In fact, giving actually makes you, makes you have more to give. Uh, I don't know whether you get what I'm saying. I always use this this um, uh, analogy: the desert and the stream. they are two lands. I'm going to make it sense. One drinks every rain that comes. Doesn't give anything away. Everything's like, I'm, I need more than you think. So, they always test Always test, always dry. But then the stream will receive water and give water. Does he not drink some? He does drink some. But it's always passing. It's always passing. So you think that the stream receives more rain or more water than the the desert. It's not true. They both receive the same amount of rain. It's just that one is generous. The liberal soul shall be made fat. Whilst the one that withholds more than meat it tends to a curse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Let's go on quickly so we can go home. I have one, two more today and then we can go. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. Do you know the reason why people get tired? Sometimes circumstances around you make you get tired. Sometimes the bills around you makes you not... You are, you, you are, the spirit is willing to give but the bills are telling you that no, we can't give anything. How many understand what I'm saying? Your needs are telling that, hey, we can't give anything. Listen, never allow your needs to control you. Ah, you missed a good place to put your hands together. Never ever allow. You, you, see, you can decide to live under the system of the world or live in the economy of God. It's up to you. Don't think that everybody's poor, everybody's broke. Don't think everybody's struggling. I don't care how bad this economy is. Not everybody's struggling. Because some people choose to live in a different economy from... Because especially in this part of the world, the system is designed that every amount of money you get will be channeled into bills. You can decide to join the rat race or stay away from it. Watch them and you'll be out. It's up to you. Hallelujah. And you can only get yourself out through giving and sowing. Through sowing. I'm not saying that to, for you to only start sowing in church, but sow as part of your lifestyle. Sow around you. Sow around you. Become a generous person. It will not take much from you. So, Buy something. Give to somebody bless somebody oh i was thinking about you and the lord gave you see when you start thinking about somebody god will put something on your heart so god i was thinking about you the lord said i should give you here a thousand pounds it's a blessing sometimes I said 10 pounds so i was thinking about you. the lord said i should give you 10 pounds yeah Listen, that ten pounds will not add or take away from your economy. Your bills that are overdue, that ten pounds will not do much to it. That hundred pounds will not do much to your economy. Hallelujah. But you are now becoming somebody that is releasing another stream of blessing. Now God can trust you. Because God is looking to bless the sister. But if God came and brought a thousand pounds and dropped in front of her, she would run away and leave the money. <laughs> uh, isn't that true? true? Because it's not normal you are sleeping in the middle of the night, then the, the angel comes and lands on your bed. My daughter, my daughter, my daughter. <laughs> that says the Lord, I have come today. Here, take a thousand. How many of you would not leave the room and run away? It's only Lily who take the money and run, <laughs> but the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, but the way God would do it is by talking to somebody that go and bless this person. It's the same thing God wants to do. Okay, bless that person, and like, as soon as you start doing that, God also knows that I can channel more money to this person because if i give them they would do what i want Do start blessing the people i want so like the river now you become flourishing and now the the fishes come to live inside of you the the all those water bodies come around you why because you are a land that is generous yeah but it will go through patience and persistence and perseverance that is why it says that do not faint. Don't be weary. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep giving. Keep g- generating. Keep giving. Keep doing. Keep going. And God will show up. Stand to your feet.